Hello, and welcome to the Sunfire Chronicles podcast. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinion, so I hope that you all enjoy the episode. So sit back, turn up, and stay sunny. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunfire Chronicles podcast. It is your girl, Brie, and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. So, a long time no chat. Um, I took a break last um, Sunday with posting. Um, I was just, you know, to be honest, I was just having a time last week. Um, and when I say I was having a time, um, I'm going to talk more about it in the seat of the week. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to shy away from the regular format just for today's episode to let you guys know what's up, what's been going on, because um, I feel like I should be vulnerable and honest um, with you all. Um, so let's get into it. Um, forget social. Um, a lot has been going on in the social media world, in the news, all of that, all of that. <laughs> and um, there are wildfires. There is a fire that's happening during the wildfire because of a gender reveal. Um, this is just my personal opinion. There are so many non-pyrotechnic, flammable, heat-inducing, danger-causing ways to announce the gender of your baby. Also, you know, here's just the thought. You could just have a regular baby shower. And that could be the surprise, too. And then also, you know, um, if we're going to be inclusive of the ladies and the gents, we need to include our non-binary friends and parents who want to, you know, choose, not choose, but, you know, not have to put so much pressure on a child when they grow up. Um, You could also just have a regular baby shower and not announce the gender until until they're born. A lot of people do that. That's how they did it back in the Disney. You just got it. I mean, there weren't, you know, baby clothes or baby clothes. Um, and a lot of like grades and things like that. But you can get a baby yellow or you could just get the baby whatever. If it's gender specific clothing, you can buy gender neutral clothing. Or um, basics or make clothing or get gift cards. I'm a big fan of gift cards for specific reasons like this. If I don't know what a person is having, if I don't know what a person wants, I'm a big fan of a gift card. Like, unless they explicitly say we're having a girl and we want X, Y, and Z for her, um, then do that. I'm a big fan of buying, you know, my favorite color is yellow, so I love buying yellow, green, um, specific pieces. Pants, um, you know, are a thing for men and women. There's, like, different types of pants. Not pants, but the way they're formatting different things, blouse buttons, all that jazz. But for the most part, baby clothes. You know, it's nice. So I say all of this to say is that um, don't shoot off fireworks to announce (laughs) the gender of your baby. Like, there are so many other ways. There are, like, cuter ways I have seen. I've seen people, like, have breakaway sports balls that, like, break open with a certain color. I've seen cakes. I've seen weight changes. I've seen chemical reactions. I've seen movies, like, mini movies so much balloons you know you guess people look at the sonogram photo and take bets like you know there's so many other ways that just were not that did not have to involve fireworks and um I don't want to rag on that family too much because I don't even think they've released identity we just know that's what the cause of it was but the thing just about the whole situation is that, like, that area that they had the reveal at was already an area that was identified as, like, a dry area, different things like that. So, I'm just saying there were better options. 
just better options all around. Um, let's see. Next, anything else? Oh, Tori Lanes can hit the brakes. And Takashi Six Nine too. Um, let me explain for you. Um, so Tori Lanes commented reply to some blog um that he his listening hasn't his like listenership or whatever hasn't gone down on Spotify because they were reporting that like people weren't listening to him as much and his numbers have gone down and different things like that he was like no it wasn't and all that stuff I'm like dude we haven't heard zilch from you in a minute since you shot Mac- Megan the Stallion. Um, but this is what you decide to come back and say. And then he had the audacity later on in the week to say that he just got a little too drunk. That's why he shot her. Excuse me, what? People get a little too drunk, a little too drunk and do a lot of other stuff aside from shooting people. Like, there's just, like, so much other stuff that people could do. So, you know, I'm going to need a better excuse, Tori. Like, for real, for real, if I'm going to keep it stacked with you, a whole buck, even a buck 50, do better. Like, do better. Goodbye. Peace out. And then... I saw where um, the Crayola colored chicken head, um, Takashi69, he said that um, he basically stepped to Nikki or said that he would still be successful without Nikki, like he didn't need her help with making trolls and Fifi, like, number one or, you know, top songs on the charts and stuff. And I was just like, sir, sir, hello. Let me, let's, let's have a chat for a second. Nicki Minaj made those songs. I have not listened to Trolls. I did listen to Fifi when it came out. Nicki Minaj made that song. Like she has tons of features. And without those features, some of those songs would have been very mediocre very blah, but she amped it up. She knew she could bring that power because of who she is. The artist, whoever asked her to feature knew what she could do. So for you to come and say that, and I think I like listened to the video for like 25 seconds before I got annoyed. It's like no disrespect or whatever. And I'm like, dude, come on. Really? 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 Like on this green, almost on fire earth, um, you decide to say this on Beyonce's internet? Really? All right, cool. Whatever. Um, what else? Yeah, just so much. So much is going on. Um, honestly, like social media, when I like do these get social things, I try to remember everything on social media and I really should do like a better job about keeping tabs, um, about, you know, these, uh, these things that I see in social media that I want to come in here and talk about, cause I have opinions about them and, um, just a lot of things. Oh, let me tell you another thing. Um, I still watch TikTok on occasion. I feel like a lot of people do. Um, but there's this person that I follow on Twitter who happens to have a TikTok as well. Her name on Twitter is head of the hoochies. You should, you guys should give her a follow. And she, um, my favorite, uh, what's it called? My favorite TikTok that she has done. Well, my favorite video she's done ever. And I post it every time I posted it like the past few times that like voting has happened is I ain't, I ain't going to talk to you cause you ain't vote yet. Like, it's a great video because you ain't vote yet. You Have you registered to vote? 
different things like that. So yes, National Voter Registration Day, I think, I'm pretty sure it's in September, is coming up in the next few weeks. And I'm going to do a special episode on voting. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, but my favorite um, TikTok that she has is where she talks about how the premise of it is like girls who do OnlyFans. Great. Girls who don't do OnlyFans. Great. Girls who talk about, who talk down on people for doing OnlyFans. You're giving dry coochie energy. Cactus coochie. (laughs) I just thought that was so funny because it's true. Like, why are you going to dull somebody shine? Whether it's for you or not, but you don't have to dull anybody else for what they're doing. Honestly. Like, we've just gotten into the habit of knocking down people for what they're doing and how they're making their money. And just, even if they're doing it because it makes them happy. Like, we just get on it because, oh, it doesn't match up with my morals or, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't fit whatever lifestyle you have for yourself. And if it doesn't, that's okay because it's somebody else's life and it's not yours. I've always been a firm believer, like, ever since I was little, too. Um, and I really should have been popped, like the way I, the attitude I was giving when I said it to family members, but I still stand by it today. Um, simply for the fact of, if you don't like something, for example, if you don't like something that I'm doing, like getting a tattoo or having crazy ear piercings in my ear or doing something crazy with my hair or eyeshadow and things like that, and you personally don't like it, that's okay. You want to know why? Because I'm doing it to myself and it makes me feel nice. So if it, if you don't like what I'm doing, that's okay. It's okay, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Cause I, cause it's affecting me and not you. If, and if, if you just have to say something, don't like, there's, there's so much other stuff that we could call people out on of like their behavior for demeaning other people's actions when they have no right to when they are having saying thoughts that uh, degrade women or degrade a person's like choices or just so many other things that we could comment on people about but we choose to comment on the things that you can clearly see another person is happy or confident in or feel proud of the choice that they made and people just gotta come and rain on a parade like is that not is it necessary it's necessary but yes um i like that tiktok from head of the hoochies check her out she's on twitter um that was not a great tone i'm so sorry what else um uh oh yeah so i guess we can talk about this forget social um so i listen to a lot of podcasts um, that's how I got into podcast podcasting. But this episode, I'm going to talk about why I got into this world of podcasting. Um, and I will guess, because I, I don't think I've officially, like, even on SoundCloud or on here, on, um, like, the main platforms, um, I have not said why... Um, I got into podcasting and stuff, so I will definitely, um, I'm going to talk about that, but, um, as you guys know, listen to a lot of podcasting, a lot, not a lot of podcasting, a lot of podcasts, and one of them I listen to is Confidently Insecure with Kelsey Dara. If you guys, um, watch YouTube, like, TV for a long time, I have done it for a long time, probably since, like, middle school, um, I watch YouTube like TV. Like I would watch Disney Channel and then I would watch reality TV, um, Golden Girls, Living Single, and Oprah. Oh, and Ina Garten and Good Eats. Like I watch if I was watching real TV, I would watch like Disney Channel cartoons, like Disney Channel or Disney Channel cartoons, or I would watch like the same TV as my mom, <laughs> um, or I would watch like snapped on oxygen (laughs) I think that's how I got into true crime um that in the history channel I there's my my favorite documentary ever is the documentary on Abraham Lincoln and him getting shot and people like stealing his body and all this crazy stuff um what was I talking about 
See, this, like, I ramble too much. Like, I need, I wish I had, like, a light on my computer that flashed, like, when I was rambling. But, yes, listen to this podcast by Kelsey Dara. She um, was on BuzzFeed for a long time. Now she has a show on E! And she has her own podcast called Confidently Insecure. You guys should check her out. But she has this um, segment um, called Hoes Throughout History, which is, Pretty great. Um, it talks about all these great women who were like that nobody knows of, but they were just amazing. Um, and like it's just a cool knowledge to know. Um, you guys should check her out. And she does it with someone that I admire, Jasmine Robbins. She is amazing. You guys should check her out. She was also on BuzzFeed. She still is on BuzzFeed. Um, so yeah, check her out. But um, she did a story on WAP and did the story, did a, um, she talks about the life of Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. And um, when she was talking about Cardi B, she was talking about how like Cardi is very vocal on politics. And I was listening to this episode when I was on my way to visit my aunt and my grandparents um when I was in college and even in high school I didn't get the chance to visit my grandparents and my aunt because I was always busy whether it was with school or after school activities so um you know getting to visit is nice so I was driving on my way it only takes me about 45 minutes to get to where she lives so listening to an episode and I can't remember what they were talking about but I got on a rant I'm trying to remember the segue but I got on a rant to myself I really should just record myself doing like car ride rants let me know if you guys would actually want to hear that probably not because it's just me getting very aggressive about a topic that like I feel like I'm giving a TED talk on um but if you guys want to hear me rant in my car let me know um, LOL. But I was essentially, I was, I can't, I don't remember how I got it, but it was essentially from the premise of how Cardi is very vocal politically and like with politics and just speaking about these things, but people will clown her, politics will clown her, or whatever, politicians will clown her, people will say, like, oh my goodness, what is she doing? Why is she talking about this? Like, And it made me think about how, like, people, especially now, you see it from people who are like, oh, I don't want my art, I don't want my entertainment politicized. And it's like, art has always been politicized. And the people who are entertaining you, outside of entertaining you, they have, like, the right to express themselves and stand up for themselves with civic or with injustices and different things like that. And so, um, I was essentially just talking on that vein of how like art has always been politicized and artists always should have the right to speak up and speak out. Like art and artists influence so many people and choices. Entertainers influence choices. Clearly, look, we had an inter- we have an entertainer a Cheeto-covered clown running a circus for a president right now. So clearly, entertainers have influence. And so for people who say, I don't want my entertainment politicized, what do you call 45? Okay. No tea, no shade. All shade. Um, So I basically got on this rant about how just art has art has always been a means to express yourself, to express the state of the world and the affairs of the world and different things. Look at artists like Pablo Picasso, Frida Kahlo, look at Beyonce, look at a lot of rappers, look at um, like just singers in general. They describe so much of life around them that's where they draw their inspiration from so um for people who say oh I don't want my 
music politicized or entertainment politicized. It's going to be that way because these people are drawing inspiration from life. And then for people, oh, this is what I can talk about too. I think it was the Chiefs and the Texans. Chiefs and the Texans. Um, they joined in unity and the crowd was booing at the beginning of the game, I'm pretty sure. But then after they booed, they were cheering them on for like however long a football game is, which is normally like three or four hours. So, um, yeah, you're going to boo at the players standing up for themselves because even though they may run on a field and they may entertain you with their athletic prowess and they may have money, those players still have the possibility of getting shot in the street because they are black. They fear for them li- for their lives every day whether people want to acknowledge that or not, just because you have money and in a status, it does not exempt the color of your skin and the way that society perceives you. So for the people who, you know, just are dumb (laughs) and don't want their entertainment politicized, you can (laughs) kiss me where the sun don't shine. Um, So yeah, but I'm pretty sure that has... I think, yeah, that was pretty much my car side rant um, from Cardi B. Um, And I just got on so much other, like, other rants and stuff from that, talking about, like, how people who are are pro-life and not pro-choice, how can you be pro-life but you aren't outraged by the lives that are lost, not outraged at children in cages, not outraged at the um, black mother's um, mortality rate, um, infant mortality rates in the United States, just all these things, just you're not concerned about children who are in adoption agencies, who whether it's a legitimate process or a not legitimate adoption process, because that is a thing, um, or about children who are in foster care and how some foster parents are just not fit to be parents, like, or you are just tons of rants, tons of rants. Um, so if you guys want to hear my car ride rants, um, or even just want me to talk about those topics that I talk about on my car, car ride rants, let me know. It could be a yes, it could be a no, but you know, just throwing the thought out there. Um, so yes, get social. Now we can move on to 8-track and the music or podcast I've been listening to. I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately, um, but the podcasts that I have been listening to are... The Read, of course, look forward to it every Tuesday, makes my week. Um, Period Sis, which is the official box owner, which is by Mandy B, who is from Horrible Decisions. Also, congratulations to them on getting signed to um, a new network, which is run by Charlamagne the God. Um, He's not my favorite person, but congratulations to them for getting accepted to a really big network, and I wish them the best of success. And I am a stan. Love that podcast. Um... But uh, Period Sis is an amazing podcast. She talks about um, tons. I'm sorry, y'all, if y'all hear me knocking on something that was my knee hitting my desk. Um, But she talks about a ramut of things or a gamut of things. I don't know if that's the right word. She talks about a a bunch of different things that relates to women and um, box problems. And so the episode um, that I listened to first is her episode on Picos, um, which is um, which is the guest uh, Kiki from Cocktails Dirty Discussions, which is based in Atlanta. So shout out. Um, Yeah, so she talks about. Kiki having Picos and I was like oh my gosh someone that I listen to has the same thing that I have and no one you know and it's rare that it's rare for me that I see people talk about having Picos um if you don't know what Picos is it's polycystic ovarian syndrome it's basically it's a lot look it up um as I said I will do an episode on that um I may do an episode on that this month um because it is I want to say it's National Picos Month or Picos Awareness or there's like an awareness week within September. Um, But I do 
want to make a story about it, tell you guys my experience with it, how I found out I had it, um, which was a very traumatic experience on how I found out I had Picos. So, yeah. Um, but definitely listen, take a listen to Period Sis. It is great. Um, talks about a lot of things that is very relatable for women or box owners. Um, let's see, what else? For fact's sake by Wheezy, who is the other half of Horrible Decisions. Um, it is a great show. It they essentially take a topic and they just have different facts around um, each topic. And it's very fun. They um, always find ways to connect the dots to different things. And I love podcasts like that where it's a general topic where they present information, but it, you know, allows for different um conversations so check it out my favorite episodes are the tiger king episode i think the money episode and then they just put out one on 90 day fiance definitely gonna check it out so those are the three podcasts that i've been listening to a lot um and then let's see anything else i can recommend oh netflix sister sister girlfriends the game all of those have recent come out this month um almost finished watching sister sister and when I'm done do you think I'm gonna watch it again trust and believe I am um and girlfriends came out this week I want to say Thursday maybe but they have their 20 year anniversary this week and I love it the girlfriends theme song has been stuck in my head all week um so I'm definitely going to be binging that as I study and work this week. Um, but yeah, so now we're going to get into the seat of the week and I'm going to tell you guys why I started the podcast, why I started a podcast. Um, so yes, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic briefly is because I was feeling discouraged to be um, completely transparent and keep it 100 with you guys. I was feeling discouraged with my podcast. Um, one, because you know how like um, the government or Big Brother does that weird thing where you like keep seeing ads for things um, after you just do one Google search. So yeah, <laughs> um, I, you know, have gotten discouraged a little bit because I'm like, I have this idea for um, doing a podcast and I've been doing it for a minute now and I feel like it's not growing how I want to and just all this stuff. And you know how like when you start a passion project or you do, you create something for other people to consume and you're like, why aren't people liking it as much or why isn't it like having instant success how like you envision it would and so I got a little discouraged and so last week I last week and all of this week um I kind of said okay I feel discouraged by this so instead of feeling discouraged you're going to do research and find out how you can make it better because um yeah you just want to you just want to make it better so I'm kind of jumping ahead but let me tell you guys why I started this podcast so my freshman year of college I was taking an English class because um that's like the thing to do is you know take a general education English class I'm sorry I keep like hitting hard things um so that was me dropping my pen but like I was taking an English class and for our final project, we had to write a research paper. And so I wrote my research paper on fat phobia or being plus size, like something along those lines, right? Um, Beauty standards, different things. That's what I wrote my paper on. And um, I did it where I interviewed one um, one of my best friends and she, my teacher heard it and she was like, oh my gosh, she's really good. Got a good grade on the paper and the project. And she was like, you should consider doing a podcast. And I said, wait, really? She was like, yes, this would be perfect for you. Um, 
you make a lot of good points, all this stuff. So I took that as like the green go ahead. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? All right. So fast forward to the summer of my sophomore year after I finished my sophomore year, right? I record a singular episode of my podcast, put it up on SoundCloud. It's still there. And then the school year happens. And then I wait till the next summer and put up a singular episode the summer of my um, junior year going into my senior year. And then this March, I have put out consistent episodes. So I've been doing this for about three years off and on technically. And then consistently, I've been doing it since um, around June 20th of 2020 so um but yeah so that's kind of why I got started I got a push from a teacher um but aside from that a lot of my friends I always love recording videos I like taking pictures and I like savoring the moment and I'm very much a people person for like an extent of time and then I'm like okay I'm ready to go home and be by myself um but I have people are always like you should do YouTube or you should do um make YouTube videos you should do a podcast all that stuff like interact with larger audiences of people you have a great personality for it and I was like oh wow really thanks oh my gosh nice and I gave it some thought and like for a really long time I wanted to do YouTube I wanted to start doing YouTube in high school because I saw a lot of like the people who are bigger big names now or like um back then like when I was in high school and things like that they were really really big like Blair Fowler, Elle Fowler, um Ingrid, Miss Lamarazzi, Bloglotties, um Trisha still kind of big um but you know just going through it um who else Nikki Tutorials like all of those people Shane Dawson, like, Gigi Gorgeous, watched tons of their videos when I was in high school. Didn't want them to Shane, though. We'll say that. But other people watched big event, um, lots of their videos. Jackie Ina. Um, who else? Oh, my gosh. I can see. Vicky Logan. Um, who else? Jayla Corian, like, saw all these people who were... Oh, Kev on stage. Like, I don't know if y'all know who he is. He's on, uh, he was on ADB on their YouTube channel. Timothy DeLoghetto, like all these people now that are going on and doing bigger, better, greater things and have bigger platforms. I was like, wow, I want to do that one day. And I was like, but don't have the money for a camera. Um, I'm not going to just drop 600 bucks for a camera. Still saving up my money for a camera. Um, but I was like, what is the most easy thing for me to do? And I thought, I sat back and I thought, hmm, podcasting. Um, so I sat down at my computer and I recorded an episode with a friend at the time and I liked it. Like I loved it and, you know, I just kept doing it and that's kind of how we got here. And I wanted this podcast to sort of be an outlet for me to really express my personality in my own way and not take up to like other people's space. Kind of, I got to take up my own space, have my personality be as big as I wanted it to be and be under my control So that's why I started a podcast. And also, I wanted this podcast to be some sort of catharsis and a place to have a release and feel, you know, amazing and being like, wow, this is something I can look back on and, you know, look and see, oh my goodness, (laughs) why did I say that? Oh, Oh my goodness that was genius. I need to live by these points because I always, um, this is a trait, um, 
I think of my astrological sign, cancers, but also just a trait of a lot of people really in general is that um, people give great advice, but then they don't take their advice um, when it's actually applicable to them. Um, And I'm a person that does that. So I was like, this podcast can be a way of sort of like a time capsule of getting to have conversations with friends, have getting to have conversation with acquaintances or strangers about certain topics that like have impacted me or impacting people that I know and kind of just use it as a way to chronicle, see what I, see what I did there? Chronicle my times throughout life. Um, and especially being, when I started this, I was, I was 19, 20. Um, and you know, so being that like I'm in my 20s, being a college student, like as soon as you hit college and you experience your one rebellious thing, whether it's you have a drink at a party without your parents knowing or you, you know, date somebody and, you know, go to third, whatever, fourth base, fifth base, you know, you know, do intimate grown folks things the, for the first time in college or you don't and you wonder am I normal or you date people or you have experiences with people or you feel cringy about yourself or you look back at all these things and it's like you just want to write it down but in a way that's like other people go through this stuff too like you're not alone and when you whenever you go through those things whether you're positive or negative it's easy to feel like I'm the only person in the world that's going through this or ugh. I'm the only person going through this. I want to crawl under a rock. Like, you're not alone. And that's what I wanted this podcast to be. Because for myself, honestly, I feel like, am I the only person going through this right now? Like, are other do other people feel, experience, like, anxiety and depressed thoughts? Do other people um, have those cringy moments when thinking about dating? Or do other people... Um, have issues with their confidence when trying to find people to date or have struggles of knowing what they want to do with their life or struggles about like they're not successful enough and different things like that so you know that's what I wanted this to be sort of like an audio journal um of things but where you know I could talk about like my true and genuine thoughts but put my spin on it because um I think I'm funny and a lot of other people think I'm funny and I just have this you know, dream, I would love to be a stand-up comedian, like, later on in life, retire, um, and just do a comedic tour, um, or just, like, I really wish, like, I feel like comedy clubs are still a thing, but, like, I don't know if you guys watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime Video, but you guys should, it's a great show, um, but the premise is her, like, accidentally becoming a comic, and she's funny like she's naturally funny and it shows that girls are funny and I think I'm funny and I just wanted to have a platform where I could just express all of these great things I think about myself as well showcase all of the great things I think about myself as well as talk about all of these crazy unhinged anxiety ridden scary funny embarrassing moments that every single 20 something person experiences or all of these topics that, you know, affect 20-somethings that we may not even know about. So, you know, that's why I started it. And as I was going through last, the past, like, week and a half, two weeks, um, when I was feeling down about my podcast and wanting instant success, I was realizing, like, do I have an audience? What does my audience look like? And I'm like, well, my audience is, you know, the average 20 something who you're either a black woman and can relate to the struggles of myself being a black woman, or you're, um, a 20 something male trying to listen to insight on why your girlfriend feels the way she feels, or you're a non-binary person who had an embarrassing date and needed to know, am I the only person that goes through these things? And it's like, no matter exteriorly, what other these like societal confines that we have on us every day, we still experience a lot of the same like 
emotional, psychological, heartfelt things, you know? So that's what I wanted this podcast to be. Um, And, you know, I also now, like, really after graduating, I'm like, after you graduate, you really start to put into perspective, like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want your professional career to be? Do you want to have a job in the create like a creative industry or an analytical I guess industry I don't know if that's the right word but we're gonna go with it um you know just doing all these things and it's like you literally feel like you're in the blender you're in a blender with all of these choices in life that you have to make and someone just keeps hitting the pulse button like you never get a chance to rest like they hit like the one speed and then to stop it, instead of hitting the one speed again to stop it, they keep hitting the pulse button. So it's like you rest for a second and then you keep going. But that's how it feels after you graduate. Or that's just how it feels like when you're a semi-adult or a beginning adult um, and you have to start making all these decisions for yourself. And it's like, what do I do? So I was like... I like sat down at the beginning of the summer and I was like, okay, what do I want to do in life? Like, what do, what do I want to, how do I want to leave a mark on the world? And it's like, well, what are you passionate? I like sat down with myself. I said, self, and I said, yeah, um, what do you want to do with your life, girl? And I said, well, I would love to be best friends with Beyonce. And, um, I want to marry Winston Duke. And um, I want to have three dogs and two cats and live near the beach. Just kidding. But no, those are like my secret desires. Um, But I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, you are a very creative person and you have a knack for speaking in front of people, but also you have this passion to help people um, and and rehabilitate themselves and get themselves like you know instill power in themselves to like live how they want to live no matter what condition they're in and so in the real I don't want to say the real world but like in my non-creative side of myself I want to be a mental health occupational therapist so what does that entail that entails looking at programs that do that specifically and if not kind of have to hodgepodge and swallow the big pill of you're going to be paying off debt for the rest of my life. Um, having to swallow that pill <laughs> right after you graduate. Um, so that's fun. As well as, um, you know, like researching and talking to people. And so I've had to research, okay, what programs can I get into my academic, you know, transcripts look a little wonky because there are some classes I did great in. I excelled in, um, community, you know, was very active in community service and did all of these things. But then I was like, but then, um, there are the classes I was like, Oh, well, I'm scared. I have to retake those, but you know, and then it's like, okay, what ways can I make myself stand out, have excellent interview skills, community service, shadowing all this stuff and do well on standardized tests. I do pretty well on standardized tests, even though I haven't taken one in a minute. I generally do well on them. Um, so, had to realize, okay, you're going to have to study for the GRE and a T's test. Well, girl. This math portion of the GRE and the T's test is going to get me. And the science portion of the T's test. Um, so, looking at different programs. I want to go into OT. Finding an OT program and so the best bet for me getting into an OT program is doing the OTA program and then doing a bridge program which goes into a master's program I've set program a lot and then um okay got the OT side now mental health OT you want to work with like the mental health side counseling side all that stuff you're gonna have to get a master's in mental health counseling okay having to study for the GRE applying to different schools looking how much looking at how much these programs are going to cost you looking at the climate of how COVID has affected things 
Are you going to be able to get shadowing hours in? What about going on campus tours, meeting with faculty members, all that stuff? <sighs> yeah, so that was the analytical side of me. I had to sit down and think, how am I going to do this? And that was an easier pill to swallow than the creative side because the creative side of me wants to create a podcast that is a platform that's oh household name and that you know one day I would like my one of my ultimate dreams is to give a TED talk from the person from the persona of my podcast as well as the persona of my future OT life so you know having to go all through all of these creative hoops of how am I going to get there and that starts with planning being consistent looking up different tools um not just physical tools like a mic an interface different softwares learning I mean aside from learning about all of those but looking up different tools on how do I get listenership up subscribers different things like that how can I make this something that can grow and can reach people um and so learning about what are the best days to post on Instagram, how to good, make good Instagram posts for a podcast, how to, you know, be inviting for people to reach out, how to make engaging content, doing all of that stuff is a lot. So in having to be having to apply to different, you know, programs for podcasting where you can learn and intern and grow and things like that, getting denied from programs like that. And thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to have to do all the workshops that they would have done on my own by myself, listening to different podcasts. and It's so much that, you know, I had to do for the creative side of my life when I was like, oh, well, I thought I could just, you know, hop in and it would just grow over time. But sadly, that's not the case. Everything in life, whether it is traditional or non-traditional, that you want to work you're going to have to put into work. Like success is something that you cannot microwave on high for one minute and and then expect it, you know, to be there. It's something that you have to work at in you know, grow and cultivate every step of the way that goes from figuring out what you want to do, learning the steps to get where you want to go and executing them so you can be where you want to be. Those are the things that's how you get success. It's not instant. And um, so, yeah, like, I've had to learn all of this stuff for becoming, having, like, my dream professional job and my dream, you know, creative professional job. And it's a lot. And it's like, there's so much that goes into it, whether it's learning how to edit on GarageBand and learning um, how to use different mics and record certain ways and um, analytics for Google and making sure that like your podcast is easily accessible in means of getting out to different people and different things like that making plans for the future are they realistic plans are they attainable plans you know all of that stuff and like learning the ins and out and being like it's a pro like it's okay it's going to be a process it's not going to be instant like I have to keep telling myself like this is a growing process it's going to happen on its own you know everything didn't you know just pop up Jesus God didn't make the world in one day you know it took a whole week so like just there are little reminders throughout my life like everything doesn't happen instantly the the world and the universe wasn't created in a day the Sistine Chapel wasn't painted in an hour. The Colosseum wasn't made with a snap of a finger. Everything will fall into place and get there. I just have to have the patience. And also, I was having a conversation with my mom, which has been really nice because sometimes kids get scared to tell their parents intimate stuff on any level, whether it's about their dreams and aspirations and goals or mental health things or just any sort of conundrum they're having that's not like a typical parent question children get scared and like it really doesn't matter at what age like 
I've seen it with older adults, like in their 30s and 40s. And then, of course, I've seen it with people my age and younger. Like, we just get scared to tell our parents, like, our goals and stuff. But I've been talking to my mom a lot lately about, you know, grad school things as well as podcasting things. And she has assured me, like, she assures me that, like, it's not about where you are now. It's where you are at the end. But even when you get to where you want to be, don't rush the process because you don't want to get to the top and look around and being like, oh, I'm here. And it's not everything that you wanted to or you don't, you know, you're not in the mindset to savor it. Like savor every single moment that you're at because there are going to be times when you wish you could go back or you wish you could do things differently. But Yeah, so that is pretty much why I started. I started this podcast to fulfill a dream, to reach people, to spread sunshine, spread laughter, to let people know that, like, you're not alone. There, There is a person, me, going through some of the same struggles you're going through. And then there also is other people who are listening to this who are going through the same thing. And it's like, I want this place to be a safe place, a community where you can come and you can talk about anything and, you know, just shed a little light on things that other people may not know or other people may not experience. And, you know, just let people know that, you know, we just have to take it day by day, little by little, and finding light in the little things. Like, like you will, you will get there. And so, um, the reason I named the Sunflower Chronicles the Sunflower Chronicles, I guess we'll talk about this too before I wrap up the show, the episode. Um, I named the Sunflower Chronicles the Sunflower Chronicles is one because Sunflower is my favorite flower, but because the Sunflower always grows towards the light. There, you always grow um, that way, and, um, I'm gonna share a quote, um, it's an unknown quote, but I just want to you know, share it because I think it encompasses everything that I want this podcast to be. And, um, so I named this podcast The Sunflower Chronicles because I wanted to chronicle my life stage by stage, year by year, moment by moment, struggle by struggle, laughter by laughter, embarrassment by embarrassment. Um, Like I said, as a time capsule and to foster community, you know, that brings people together where you can talk about all these different things, whether it's a hard topic, an easy topic. Like I said, just no matter what it is, you can find light in it knowing that either it can be better, it will get better, or find light in it that this is something that made you grow. And the quote that kind of inspired me um, is, I want to be like a sunflower so that even on the darkest days, I will stand tall and find the light. And, you know, in college, I have gone through some really really dark times um with anxiety depression literally experiencing so much in college but the thing is is I know I'm not the only one and so I want to tell people that like even even in the darkest of times you can still find the light somehow and I assure myself that like I have lived through my toughest like, my toughest moments, like, I've made it through, 
my worst moment so I can make it through now. Like, I can make it through no matter what. So, like a sunflower, even in the darkest of times when that sun comes around with that little sliver of light, you know, it grows and it shines and it's majestic, like, and it can only thrive in the light. So, yes, that may sound a little cheesy, cliche, but that's why I named the Sunflower Chronicles. That's why I named my podcast this. Um, because I want to spread light and sunshine and hopefully there are listeners who want that. And, you know, I want to let people know that even though there are going to be dark times, like no, I'm not saying that, you know, this is always going to like life is going to be sunshine and rainbows, but even in those dark times, the rain will stop, the clouds will clear, the sun will come out and the sunflowers will grow like you know so that's why I wanted to start the Sunflower Chronicles but I'm almost at the end of the podcast um and I just want to update you guys before I go um so look towards the sun is a segment where I want to read some listener letters I want to give you guys advice I want to get advice different things like that. So what I want to do is I want to send out a charge, a motivation, a request, a challenge. I would love for you guys to write in a quick story about how you realize what you wanted to do with your life or even, you know, how do you fight discouragement like what do you do when you get discouraged just write in send me an email you can send me an email at pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail which will be in the show notes or metadata uh, at the bottom so you know please send me those letters I want to talk to you guys I want to interact with you all also what you should do is you should definitely go ahead hit that like button hit the subscribe button Leave five stars and a comment. If you do, I'm going to give you a virtual high five. See? Boom. If you just did it now, that was your high five. You personally. You clicking that five stars and writing that comment and hitting enter. You. I just gave you I just gave you a high five. Boom. So please do that. It helps me grow. It helps me chart. <laughs> I want to chart this podcast. It helps other people know, share, tell your friends, tell them to join us, Um, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, But yeah, I want to talk to you guys. And also, I'm looking for a a cool new name for this segment. I love to look towards the sun at at the time. Um, But yeah, I would love a segment where I get to talk to you guys um whether I'm reading a letter about a certain topic from from that I asked you guys to write about or it's advice so leave me some comments please um message me on Instagram you guys can follow me at I am dot Brianna M on Instagram as well as you can follow me at the sunflower chronicles dot pod on Instagram. But um please, 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 please. I hope that you all are staying safe and I hope that you all will come back again and join me on next week's episode of the Sunflower Chronicles. And that oh a sunny side up. A sunny side up is all the great new things that are coming. I am working on revamping the podcast. Like I said, I turned my discouragement into energy and discovery and looking up new things on how to grow and make this podcast better for you all. Um, so that's my sunny side up is knowing that better days are coming. Discouragement doesn't last. Um, and yeah, I hope you all are having a great time. Um, want to shout out my friend Dom. Her birthday was yesterday, September 12th. Um, when you guys are hearing it, because you guys are going to hear it on the 13th. Um, but her birthday was yesterday, so 
happy birthday, friend. Um, and yeah, so I hope that you all are, again are staying safe. That's like the third time I've done it. Like I'm like a preacher at church, like wrap it up, bro. Um, but yes, for the fourth and last time, hope you guys are staying safe. Hope that you all, um, are finding ways to encouragement. Again, write me, um, send me a letter, send me on how you guys beat discouragement and different things, but it has been your girl Brie, and I hope that you all have enjoyed this episode of the Sunfire Chronicles, and I am just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. Stay safe and stay sunny.